one of the lessons is you will never know how strong your faith is until you are faced with an adversity um, such as that. Okay, it does not have to be that particular situation, but whatever your adversity is, you never know how long you're, how strong your faith is and how you really have to really stand in it, you know, and, and really be challenged to, to believe that, okay, this is what faith means. Um, and then number two is getting back, getting back up. You know, we all fall down right? We all have situations where, you know, life is not pretty. We all have situations where we make mistakes, we do silly things, but we have to get back up. Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast. This is Markeith Brayton, a.k.a. your purpose professor, CEO of Markeith Brayton Inspires and the founder and master coach of the School of Purpose. It's so exciting to be with you again this week, and I have a great episode here for you. Have you ever felt stuck or are you currently stuck? Well, the theme of today's show is From Stuck to Start, and my guest today, Miss Sunita Wells, is going to help us get from stuck to start as she shares some of her tips, some of her inspiration, and some of her own personal practical steps in order to help us move from stuck to start. And I really believe that this is the year for you to start whatever it is that you have dreamed of doing whatever business it is that you've dreamed of starting whatever new career transition you've dreamed of doing it is time for you to start and so we're going to go right into the episode and i hope that you enjoy today's episode please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if this is the first time listening or if you have not subscribed to the podcast in iTunes and leave us a review and a rating so that we will know how we're doing with this podcast. So without further delay, we're going to go right into the episode from stuck to start with Welcome to the School of Purpose podcast, Anita. I am so excited that you decided to join us today for this interview. I am always elated to have new guests on the show who can really help to transform mindsets and to share their expertise with the listening audience. So thank you for joining. You know, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I came across a quote by Dr. Miles Monroe. And he simply said this, he said that the greatest failure in life is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Mm -hmm. And when I read that quote, I really believe that my mission and my own personal calling was to help people to be on assignment, mm -hmm. to help them to lead and succeed on purpose, and to help them ensure that they are living fulfilled lives because they are willing to pursue their purpose. And so I am just always excited to be sharing this message and to align myself with people who are on purpose and who are more intentional in creating the success that they want. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you and as well as your listening audience. And that uh, quote is very powerful. It very is, powerful. It is a powerful quote. Yeah. Well, Sunita, go ahead and tell the listening audience a little bit more about you, what you do, how you show up in the world, and okay. just, you know, give us a little background information. 
Okay. Uh, well, for me, Marquise, I started this entrepreneur journey um, many years ago in a different field. I used to do real estate and then I had a property, property management consulting firm. And then I had a life change with uh, the birth of my granddaughter who was born with cerebral palsy. And so I had to give up the business that, that I had built along with a partner of mine. And um, it was making very good money, but I had to move from Oklahoma back to St. Louis to tend to my granddaughter. And in that process of doing that, I was trying to figure out what was my purpose? What do I want to be doing? I'm not, you know, doing real estate anymore. I'm not doing property management consulting. So what is my next move? What is the thing that is going to uh, give me life? And, um, the thing that I want to continue to do. And so uh, my friend suggested writing a book. And I thought to myself, you know, I didn't like English in school. So why would I write a whole book, right? right, right. And, and it really became the foundation to me living out my purpose and being um, a person who wants to see other emerging entrepreneurs succeed. And so in, in my journey, I have learned so much and I wanted to take all of that that I had learned in business and that I had learned in life um, because that transition with my granddaughter was, was one of the most crucial times in my life because we had never been faced with that uh, situation before. And it was one of the times where I had to walk in my faith the strongest. And so in that process of, of you know, having business and, and I used to have a nonprofit organization as well. So in the process of personal life and professional uh, life, I wanted to figure out how I can uh, come to the table and be of service to those emerging entrepreneurs that may be on the same path that I was on in the beginning. And so that set the, the foundation for what I do now, and that is uh, working with emerging entrepreneurs so that they can move from stuck to start. So that's what I do right now. Wow. So you know what? I think that would be a great theme for today's show. How okay. to move from stuck to start. <laughs> to start. All right. So good. <laughs> One of the staple questions that I always have for the School of Purpose uh, guest is this simple question. Okay. How do you define purpose and uh, how do you define success? Oh, okay. Very good questions. Uh, for me, purpose is simple. Purpose is really doing that thing that you would do, even if you didn't get paid for it. Like, what is that thing that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, that brings you, um, that, that can, that allows you to surrender everything that you are and, and not even get a paycheck for, it, but you are filled. You are, you, your, your mind is filled, your spirit is filled and, and it allows you to be you, right? And so when you walk in, in your purpose and you find that place and you find that happy medium, I think that's what purpose is for me. Mm. And, and, uh, even though as we grow our businesses and even though a lot of us grow our businesses uh, around our purpose and we do get paid for it, um, we still find ourselves doing a lot of things within that business that we don't get paid for. And we still get just as much joy out of it. So purpose for me is finding that thing that you would do, even if you didn't get paid. Mm, that's now, good. The success of that is doing, living out your purpose and those people that receive the benefit of that purpose, mm -hmm. those people whose lives are changed, those people whose minds are transformed, those people who get the opportunity to say to themselves, oh, I didn't think of it that way, you know, because you have been on your journey and you have been in your, you know, your ups and downs and you were able to take those experiences and share them with someone and, and have them look through a different set of eyes. And so when that comes back to you, that's the success of the purpose for me. That's really a great answer. You know, I like to ask that question because, you know, success truly is the individual's mm -hmm. desire. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I learned from Earl Nightingale, though the late Earl Nightingale, he said that success truly is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. Mm. And so whatever you deem to be worthy mm -hmm. becomes success to you. Mm -hmm. It may not necessarily be success to me, right. but whatever you deem to be worthy. And so I kind of fuse two 
definitions or two um, philosophies together Mm -hmm. to really come up with my own. And that is this, that success truly for me is the fulfillment of purpose. Mm. But the key to success is self-mastery or the mastery of oneself. Absolutely. Because we can only really achieve the things that we want to achieve in life or in business or even in our careers by mastering ourselves first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is um that that is my frame of frame of mind. When I wrote my book, I am a woman first. Uh, the essentials to nurture and inspire and then loving you first is really all about you understanding the power in taking care of you mm. first in order for you to be all of these other things. We know that in life we have all these titles, right? You know, we're the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, we're wives, we're husbands, we're friends, we're entrepreneurs, we're employees, we're all of these titles. But In order for you to be great in any of those fields, in any of those areas of your life, you really have to understand, like you said, the the, the knowledge and the mastery of you Mm -hmm. and taking care of you. And what does that look like for you? What does that feel like for you? And what does that mean for you? And so I I learned that at an early age and and, um, in understanding that it's vitally important for for me to take care of me. But not only that, like you said, for you to be knowledgeable of who you are. And so I, I appreciate that. That's, that's good. Awesome. Awesome. You know, we have a tendency sometimes to really spend a lot of time talking about our successes and talking about the things that we have achieved. But one of the questions that I like to ask often to kind of get some insight on how we have become who we are is this question. And that is, what's been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome in following your passion and pursuing your purpose. Wow. That one, um, as I mentioned earlier, was the birth of my granddaughter. So I am in Oklahoma. Let me just set the scene. I am uh, here in St. Louis, Missouri. I get a call from a friend who says, hey, let's go make some money. And I asked if it was legal money and it was legal money. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of money in a short period of time. And um, I took that opportunity and moved to Oklahoma. And when I did that, our business grew. Just, just We were six figures in six months. It was just an amazing business. And then I get the call from my daughter that, you know, she's pregnant with, with my first grandchild. But and in my mind, Marquise, I'm thinking, oh, that's great. I'm going to be a grandmother via Skype. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be a grandmother via video, you know, because I'm here growing this business. And and uh, at the last week of my granddaughter's birth, something happened. We don't know what happened. And then I get a call from my daughter and she says, mom, I'm going to go to the emergency room. This was the, the 5th of July in 2010. I'm going to go to the emergency room and see what's going on. I, I'm at home. It's, I'm cleaning. It's summertime. Uh, at that time, I had a minor son in the house, but he was in St. Louis visiting for the summer. So I'm home alone and I'm cleaning, music playing. And I'm like, okay, just keep me posted. You know, let me know. And I didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. So I called, I didn't get an answer. I called, I didn't get an answer. And finally, I got a call back that said they had to take the baby. Mm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what do you, wait, (laughs) what do you mean take the baby? You know, her original due date was, I think, July the 14th or something like that. Um, And July 12th. And I'm thinking, what do you mean take the baby? The very next day, Marquis, I hopped on a a plane, a one-way ticket to St. Louis. The very next morning, I left everything behind. And so I had to, in the midst of a successful business, make a a decision on, am I going to go back to that business or am I going to stay here and help my young daughter, who was 20 years old, raise my first grandchild who happened to be born with cerebral palsy. Hmm. What am I going to do? And um, it was a hard decision to make, but I, I had to choose my, my granddaughter. And so at that time, just being on that journey was just the place where I, I couldn't do anything but walk by faith because we had never had anyone in our family have that type of disability. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was no one I can turn to and ask questions. What am I supposed to do? How is this going to go? And so I really had to just walk in faith 
um, um, in that process and really just allow whatever the outcome of that journey was going to be for me um, as I got back into my professional. So I let the personal part of my life take control for a long time. And then uh, until we got her stable and, and where she was, you know, we were getting used to dealing with her and, and how to handle her and, and how to, you know, understand her, her disability better. And then I had to, you know, get back on the professional journey. So it all ended up working out. Um, but that was one of those moments for me. Wow. Well, I'm sure it was a very trying moment for you. And many times situations like that would cause many of us to stop, mm-hmm. would cause many of us to stop for the moment. But then we realize we have stopped for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. what is that that was within you that only caused you to stop for a moment and then say, you know, I still have a purpose to pursue. I still have a purpose to fulfill. This was just a moment in time or just a detour. Mm-hmm. Now I have to get back to doing what I know I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I, now I knew that we have this little girl to take care of. <laughs> you know, um, it wasn't part of the plan. Mm-hmm. But you know what they say about a plan, <laughs> you know, tell God your plan <laughs> if you want to. You know, my plan was to be this grandmother via Skype, via, you know, hey, boo, you know, I'm on the video. That was my plan. But um, that moment in time had to come to a, a an end because I knew that now we have this child to take care of. And how are we going to do that? How is she going to have the best of this and that? And, and, and as she grows, you know, with this disability, how are we going to be able to provide for that? And then also knowing that I, I, that I had something within me that I needed to um, share with the world, you know, that I needed to let people know about that this was a, a journey for me. I've been in the valley. And so now coming out of the valley, I really needed to figure out how I was going to share that story. So that's why I couldn't stay there. You know, I had to get back on the horse, so to speak, and, and, and start moving again. Wow. Wow. And so what would you say would be one or two or maybe three of the top lessons learned from that particular experience? Um, that you will, one of the lessons is you will never know how strong your faith is until you are faced with an adversity um, such as that. Okay, it does not have to be that particular situation, but whatever your adversity is, you never know how long you're, how strong your faith is, and how you really have to really stand in it, you know, and and really be challenged to to believe that, okay, this is what faith means. Um, And then number two is getting back, getting back up. You know, we all fall down, right? We all have situations where you know, life is not pretty. We all have situations where we make mistakes, we do silly things, but we have to get back up. And so, so standing in, in that, those two things um, really allowed me to look at myself, you know, really allowed me to do some self-inventory, really allowed me to do some, some self-evolvement, really allowed me to do some uh, um, journey within myself. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. 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 That is a powerful story. And I'm sure someone will be blessed and, and be able to use that story as inspiration for them to keep moving and to step into their own purpose and know that some things come only to cause us to pause, not to completely stop. Absolutely. So we're going to shift just a little bit. And we talked about the theme being from stuck to start. And what would you say to someone who says now that they are ready to start because they know they're not living their purpose and know they're not doing what they're passionate about, but they really don't know where to start. So how would I get unstuck so that I can start? The number one thing for me, Markeith, is being clear. 
when I first started this journey, I was so confused <laughs> about what I really wanted to do. Um, but you have to take those steps, right? You have to take those steps of uncertainties sometimes in order to get the clarity. And so when people say that they want to live out their purpose, um, I really encourage them to explore what that looks like. What is your purpose? What is that thing that makes you happy? And that can be several things, right? Mm -hmm. It can be several talents that you may have, several things that you can do, but you really have to start with the power of one, being clear about the one thing that you can do. What is the one thing that you have that you can set a solid foundation on and build on top of that? So don't just jump out there with 50 things and you're confused because you're trying to run them all because you really don't know how to move just yet through the entrepreneur space or the business space. And then you're confusing everybody else because it's like, okay, is she a butcher? Is she a baker? Is she a candlestick maker? You know, what does she do? So being absolutely clear about the one thing that you can step out into the entrepreneur space or the business space of first. And what is that thing? And really building on top of that. Again, you may make some, you know, adjustments and changes. When I first started, I was like, I'm going to be the teen mom whisperer. You know how we got to give ourselves these fancy names, right? You know, these little names so people can catch on to you. And I wanted to do that because I was a teenage mother. And so I'm like, okay, I can share that story and I can talk to teen girls. And, and then I realized I'm building a business and teenagers really don't pay bills. So <laughs> let me, you know, figure this thing out and how I can allow that passion of mine for teenagers to become a second tier to the business because I also have a passion for women who are looking to um, move from stuck to start. And so my answer would simply be to be very clear about the one thing first and then build on top of that. Great, great. So after I gained my clarity and really know where I want to go, because I always use the whole idea of having a navigation in your car. Okay. When you put those coordinates in the navigation, the navigation system begins to strategize its way mm -hmm. to get to the final destination. Mm -hmm. But I have to first start with clarity of where I'm trying to go, because if I put in the wrong coordinates in the navigation system, it's going to take me based on what I told it to. Mm -hmm. And so now that I have clarity, what would be my next step after gaining clarity? Your next step is to have a plan. Okay. What is your plan. And I don't mean a plan of, well, in the next five years, I want my business to do this. No, right now, what is your financial plan? Most people do not understand that it takes money to make money. Mm -hmm. So you can free 99 so many things. You know, we live in a world of, you know, Google University. Um, we live in a world of YouTube Academy, where you can Google and YouTube everything. But you need to have a financial plan and understanding that when I step out into this space, I want to step out here clear, but I want to step out here with some professionalism. A lot of uh, gurus will tell you, just jump, you know, just jump and go for it, which is great. I, I have no problem with that. But understand when you just jump and go for it without a plan, you're going to get some, un some scars. You're going to get some bruises. You're going to get some reality checks. So I would tell people to, once you are clear about where you're going and what you want to do and how you want to show up, then be clear about your financial plan. If you work in a nine to five, don't quit your job. Okay. Don't just up and quit your job. I did it. Okay. <laughs> I did the, that very thing and it cost me some bumps and bruises. And so have a financial plan and understanding how are you going to live the lifestyle that you want to live, not just the purpose, not just living in the purpose, but how are you going to grow this business to continue the lifestyle that you have? So have a financial plan. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I, I definitely don't advise anyone just to up and quit your job. One of the things that I was attempting to do before I was laid off my job was to have a 90-day transition plan mm -hmm. because I was wanting to quit. Mm -hmm. And one of my best friends had advised me, he was like, well, Marquise, we know that you're not happy doing what you're doing. You were making pretty a good money, you know, eighty to $90,000 a year, mm -hmm. but quitting your job without a strategy or without a plan, I wouldn't advise. Right. And so before I got my 90 day plan done, I was laid off. However, mm -hmm. 
I at least had some idea of a plan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I at least knew what I was going to do uh, in the meantime or as I was transitioning out because I had been speaking on the side for numerous mm-hmm. number of years. I had invested in myself and hiring a coach the year before I got laid off because mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to go into coaching. Mm-hmm. And I took the money that I was making on the job that I was miserable at and began to invest in myself so that when the time came for me to get laid off, I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad. Right. I wasn't unsure. Right. I was very clear on what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. And here we are three years later and I'm still, You're still here. pursuing it and making it. <laughs> I haven't yeah. missed a bill, hadn't missed a mortgage, Absolutely. even have paid off my car since then as well. And so when you have a plan and a strategy and you're clear. So that's Absolutely. good advice. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Good deal. Yeah. What about the career professional? What about the, the person who is a career professional? They like what they do, but they know they can't do it um, forever. And they have an idea. Mm-hmm. They have an idea. What are some things that they can do to begin to see whether or not that idea is really addressing a need or really something that somebody wants? I think that you hit the nail on the head. What, what One of the smart things that you did was that you invested in a coach prior to. So for that career person who still has that nine, to job, that nine to five job and looking at it as their financial investor, as we like to call it, when you're pursuing an, your purpose and you have an idea that you want to put out into the world, really um, investing in learning about that you know, learning about what is this, this lane that you're trying to jump into, find a mentor, find a coach for that lane, for this particular thing that, you know, I have an idea. I'm clear about this thing that I want to do. I do like my job and it's paying my bills. So I'm not going to quit just yet. But my all time goal, I know is that this is not the place I want to retire from. So they have to begin to put that plan in action. And I think that was very smart of you to say, you know what, this is where I want to go. I'm clear about where I want to go. So let me invest in myself and learn about this process. Learn what coaching means. So whatever that field that they're trying to go into, whatever that lane is that they're trying to jump into, take some time while you're at your nine to five job and learn about it because you don't feel as much pressure. You know, you know that you have an income coming in, but when you are, you know, the, the nine to five is not the cushion anymore. You know that you have to work, work, work. So in your process before you get there um, and you still are, are living or working in your career, take the time to learn. Say, this is your time to study. This is your time to, to gain the knowledge that you need to gain in order for you. So just in case you uh, get laid off or just in case you decide, okay, I've had enough. I can't do this job anymore. You have, you have laid some foundational work and you have done some foundational work. So that would be, that was just very smart to do that. And I think that any career person should take that, that kind of route. Right. Take some time to learn, you know, while at the same time, while I was learning, I was actually executing too. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. I said that I was, you know, speaking even before I got the coach, you know, just kind of learning my, my craft, honing it, perfecting it, mm-hmm. you know, being in Toastmasters, you know, Absolutely. going to uh, speaker association meetings and learning how do you build a business as a speaker? How do you build Absolutely. a business as an expert person in a particular niche and in an area? way before I experienced the layoff, you know, when I was ready to step out there, people identified me as quote unquote, a motivational speaker or Mm -hmm. someone who they can uh, talk to as a coach for their Mm -hmm. career professionally. So you definitely want to do some legwork before you get to that point. Absolutely. Great, great, great advice. So we're going to shift into what I call your one thing. And this is just an opportunity to get some insight on what that personal development work is that you have done for yourself to get to where you are. Okay. All right. So we want to know, describe yourself with one word and explain why you chose that word. One word. 
Um, my, I think many years ago, uh, one of my good friends gave me a word. And, and when she said it, I never thought about it until she broke it down for me. And I'm like, oh, that is me. And it's onion, <laughs> right? Mm, okay. Onion. And it's because an onion has many layers. And, and you cut into it, you see the small ring, the big ring, the rings get bigger and bigger. And for me, I am that type of person. I am the type of person that I'm not too far right or too far left. I'm always, I always live in the gray is what I like to say, because there's layers to who I am. And I don't like to be categorized in this one dimensional uh, type of way. You know, people just see you as, okay, this is the person who does the business. Now, it is important to build your business with the power of one. But once you get to that point of people knowing you and knowing who you are, then you have to really be uh, able to explore your true authentic self. So onion is my word because it has many layers to it. Wow. Onion. That's the first time <laughs> I've heard that one. <laughs> What's the one online resource website app that has enhanced your productivity in your life and or your business? Oh, um, let's see. One online resource. I love, um, this, this, I'm, I'm like an artsy person. I put stuff together, but I love Canva. I don't know because I'm not a Photoshop person, right? You know, I'm not that techie, but I love Canva and Canva has allowed me to be able to express my business um, on different formats, on different, uh, and, and, and I use the, the, paid, the paid version because you get more opportunities with the paid version, um, even though there is a free version, but it, it allowed me to express myself and, and really, you know, do the artistic thing as well, you know, for myself. And um, so I, I like Canva. I, it's easy to use. It's one of those things that I can create several different things and still have that professional polished look. So that's that's one of my go-tos all the time. Canva. I use Canva a lot. I'm still on the free version. How much is the paid version? It's twelve ninety five a month. And you get to add your own fonts, you know, your whatever your your theme, uh, your business fonts are. You know, you try to stay consistent in your uh, brand imagery. So you get to add your own brand fonts. You get to have your own brand colors. You know, you get to add all that in there. And so that's why I like the paid version, because I can just click, 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 and all of my stuff is already there. Wow, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. What's one book that has had the biggest impact on you? Um, I, I would say The Alchemist. Okay. Yeah, the alchemist. Just just being able to, um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can identify with that whole process and that whole journey. And um, I think I've probably read it one and a half times. <laughs> you know, I started reading it again, and because uh, it had been a long time since I read it. But really, just having that steadfast and that 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 push through, and um, I think a lot of uh, uh, entrepreneur, even just life, just in general in life, you can really relate to that book. So I would really ask anybody to um, pick up that book. And then my other book that I like, I know you said one, but my other book is the Yala Van Zandt book, Act of Faith. Mm -hmm. I don't know if a lot of people have picked that book up, but um, I use it right now in my morning momentums that I do on Facebook Live every day. And so... Um, I like that book because it gives you something to read and think about every day. And it's, it's dated from January 1st to December 31st. So it gives you a whole year's worth of reading. So you can wow. read it every year and get refreshed. Now, I haven't read The Alchemist, but I remember seeing a YouTube interview where Will Smith said mm -hmm. that was one of his favorite books. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's probably where I picked it up, too, because I saw that same interview. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are you currently reading right now? Right now, I'm not reading anything. I have to be honest. I'm not reading anything right now. I just, well, I just finished my, <clears throat> this probably don't have nothing to do with business, but I finished uh, J.J. Smith's book, uh, The Green Smoothie Cleanse, right? So I went into um, 2016, the day after Christmas, December 26th. I'm like, I'm going to do this cleanse that I've, Attempted it twice before. Okay. And I could never finish, right? Three days, I'm like, I'm starving, I need to eat. But this year, I said, okay, let me get the book, let me join the group. And I really did it, Marquise, to have a reset for myself 
not only physically, but mentally. Because what I did with it uh, this time around was I set it as my as my my pinpoint to having a successful 2017. I said to myself, if I don't finish it this time, if I don't do this this 10 days this time, my 2017 is going to be jacked up. Right? I'm just going to have a bad 2017. And so I got through those 10 days, um, read the book over and, and really stuck with it and just really made a decision. So that was the last thing that I just finished. So the cleanse process is 10 days. It's a 10 day green smoothie cleanse. And you, yeah, you drink it smoothies all day, but you know, you get to have fresh vegetables, you know, you get to, um, it's, it's really like a uh, vegan diet, you know, really, because you're only doing fruits and vegetables, you're doing raw foods. It's a raw food diet, I would say that. You're doing raw foods, but it, it really is a brain cleanser as well, you know, so yeah, not just physically. I lost eight pounds, you know, I was happy about the end result, but the fact that I stuck with it this time, and really made a decision to do it was what I was most proud about. Awesome. I'll have to check check that out. I'm always interested in doing the whole green smoothie thing, even though I'm going to Jamba Juice every day. But <laughs> I need to be probably doing it at home. But Yes. Yeah. Much cheaper. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, this question is typically, you know, person specific, excuse me, but I think it's still a relevant question for those of us who are really big on personal development and growth. Okay. What's one conference you think you would recommend that everybody should attend? Um, well, I may be a little biased. <laughs> Um, I may be a little biased, but of course, it's uh, April's Epic Conference. And I say that not because, or not only because she's my friend, but because she is really, she really provides a space for people to really learn and take action. Like you are not just going there for the rah-rah. You know, you're not just going there to be inspired while you're there. You're going there to be inspired transformed and to put things into action. Like you are there getting work assignments. You're going to your room doing the work so that the next day, you know, you can come back and you're ready to learn more of the next day. So I really think that her conference allows um, you to get some personal growth, but really if you're talking about advancing your business, um, um, that's a great conference to attend. And so I think this year is going to be in Dallas. Awesome. What is one ritual that helps you stay focused, intentional, and alignment with your purpose? At night before I go to bed, this is something I just started doing. You lay your head on the pillow and we start thinking about all that happened in our day, right? We start thinking about, oh, I didn't finish this. And you, you're dozing off to sleep. And, and as you're dozing off to sleep and you're going into your subconscious state of being, you're taking all of these thoughts with you, right? And so what I have started doing, I've been doing it for about two weeks now, maybe a week and a half, two weeks, is just saying positive things as I'm dozing off to sleep. You know, whatever those positive affirmations are, whatever those positive thoughts are, whatever you, you know, thanking your God for, um, instead of thinking about the negative or what did not happen. You know, it's natural for us to think about, oh, I didn't get this done. Oh, yeah, tomorrow I should be doing this. And, oh, my God. I you know, you, that's how we fall off to sleep. But if you've fallen off to sleep and just leave all that stuff at the door, you didn't get it done, leave it in your office and just go to sleep. You know, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for what I got done today. I really appreciate it. It was a good day today. And you go off into your subconscious mind. Believe it or not, Marquis, you will wake up feeling much better. And I didn't believe it. The first three or four nights, I was like, hmm, okay, that was, that was good. But really, after doing it for about a week and a half, I wake up like, okay, let's go. You know, and uh, it, it really allows you to have a better sleep. So that's something that I've been practicing lately. Yeah, you know, something that I am going to start implementing today, because um, I've read it too many times, is really doing the notes of gratitude before you go to sleep, mm, but mm. actually keeping writing them down. And I 
bought me a notebook and I sat it on my nightstand. I hadn't gotten started, but I am going to start doing that today. Yes. I'm going to just write, you know, five to 10 things that I'm thankful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Each we, evening before I go to sleep. Yeah. We live in a world that is just surrounded by negativity and we, and, and we have to feed ourselves um, that positive energy. So yeah, that's good. That's a good one. I like that. Couple of more here. If you have $1 million, how would you use that to build your business or what would you immediately invest in? Property. I would immediately invest in a good piece of office space hmm. um, to, to, to feed everything that you want to happen in your business. So um, for me, that would be, of course, uh, having a great office space, having great meeting space, um, having a, a place for, cause I, I am an artistic person. So, um, part of my journey will be, uh, into film and television. I love those things. I host and I interview, you know, celebrities. And so having that one place, that one hub that I could go to that will help, uh, you know, not only build my business, but be in a community that could feed off of, of having that entity, um, incorporated in their community as well. So that would be really one of my first things that I would primarily invest in. Awesome. Yeah. If you could meet any entrepreneur or a major leader, who would it be? Definitely Barack Obama, <laughs> Michelle Obama. <laughs> Definitely um, one of the other, just because um, not not really for political positioning or political reasons, but being an African-American woman and, you know, I, I truly thought about my grandparents the other day um, as, as Barack is leaving the Oval Office and I thought about my grandparents and they would never believe it. They would never have believed that a black man would ever be president, that a black family would ever be in the White House. And so um, I thought about my grandparents and, I, and I'm like, and I have one grandmother who's alive who's experiencing it right now. She's 86 years old. And um, just to have that conversation of what it means, not politically, but what it means just to see someone in my skin to have that opportunity. That's the conversation that, that I would want to have. Mm. That's good. That's good. And the very last question I think is a great question because we both are uh, entrepreneurs. We both are pursuing the thing that we really believe we're called to do and have a deep conviction for. And so what is your number one favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? Um, I think it's the the opportunity to express myself and be authentic to who I am, meaning that I don't have to go into a nine to five place and pretend to be something or somebody. Um, I don't have to go and pretend that I, you know, love the people that I work with. <laughs> you know, I don't have to go and pretend to enjoy the excitement of waiting to get a check every two weeks. Um, I can really just wake up every day and <clears throat> live my life through my own eyes mm -hmm. and live my life through my own vision and live my life through my own emotions and, and be happy and content with that. And I think that uh, having this opportunity, because not everybody's going, every, you know, there are so many talented people out there, Marquita, we know it. You know, there's so many, there, there was a Michael Jordan before there was a Michael Jordan, right? There was somebody better than Michael Jordan. There was somebody better than Ali, but those people didn't have that opportunity to, to live that out. And for whatever the reason is, and I think the reason is simply because you just don't give it your all and pursue it. And so every day I have that opportunity to give it my all and be who it is that I um, believe that I'm purposed to be. So that's what I love about it most. Wow. Wow. This has been a great interview, a great podcast. Let the listening audience know where can they find you via online and social media? 
Well, thank you, first of all, so much for having me. I appreciate just having the conversation. And that's what it feels like. I feel like just a conversation. So thank you so much Amen. for um, sharing your platform with me. But anyone can find me at sunitawells.com. That's S-I-N-I-T-A wells.com. And my social media platforms, you can do sunitawells.com or you can do Sunita Says on IG, um, Periscope. Uh, Snapchat, all of those are Sunita Says. And then, of course, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. And so you can join my, my group, find my page. We are Glam Slamming Success, Glam Slam Success with SunitaWells.com. So that's where you can find me. You have anything coming up that you'd like them to know about? Yes, we are doing, as we talked today about uh, self-evolving marquees, I am doing a series called Full Circle uh, Success Series. And it's really about you starting at the place you are at right now, going full circle to wherever that is. Have you ever experienced, uh, you know, you graduate, let's use this for a quick example. You graduated high school and you have the opportunity to go off in life and you be great. And then your school asks you to come back. They ask you to come back and speak to the graduating class. And you're like, oh my God, this is like full circle for me. You know, this is a full circle idea. And so the purpose of the full circle series that, I, that I'm offering right now is for us to really start here at this place, go full circle in your life and come back to this place greater than, than you left it, right? So you're, you're here right now, you're on an entrepreneur journey, and there are some things that may be slow or stopping you, some places you may be stuck and you're trying to start and you just need to go full circle and deal with some things and um, come back to that place of yourself authentically and, and just be, be greater than where you started. And so the Full Circle Series, it's an online course. They can uh, go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash full circle class, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash full circle class. And um, just jump in with us. And it's a six module course and you can take it online. And it's really about you digging down deep a little bit so you can move from start, from stuck to start. Awesome. Well, you have heard all of that information on how you can connect with Sunita, as well as if you want to participate in her full circle course, that information will be provided to you also in the show notes of today's podcast. And so Sunita, as we prepare to leave, give the listening audience one final piece of advice, one small final piece of your expertise that will help them to lead and succeed on purpose. Oh, that is absolutely awesome. Um, I would just simply say what I always say is to love what you do and do what you love. Love what you do and do what you love. And if it's not that, then you're doing the wrong thing. As you started out with your quote earlier, is that, you know, to, to go and make something great in a place that is not your place? No. So love what you do and do what you love and just go for it. Awesome. Well, you heard it from Sunita Wells. Love what you do and do what you love. Thank you for joining me and everyone have a blessed rest of your week. Thank you so much. Podcast is all about love what you do and do what you love. So I am so thankful that Sunita took the time out to share with us. And I hope that there was some great value that you found out of today's episode. I want you to know that I just started a brand new free membership program called the School of Purpose Membership Program. And all you have to do to join and to create an account is go to www.schoolofpurpose.net. There I'm going to be posting and uploading all of my various free resources that helps you to make the transition into work you love and teaching you how to get paid for your purpose. And if you're interested and you want to join the membership program, once again, all you have to do is go to www.schoolofpurpose.net. Also, I have created a survey that will allow me to gain more insight on the needs that you have as you are transitioning into profiting from your purpose or transitioning into a new career. I really want to hone in and know what your challenges and pain points are so that I can create episodes and tutorials and workshops that will help you to move from where you are 
to where you want to be. And if you're interested in taking that survey, please go to www.mablive.com. That's www.mablive.com. I'm always thankful for you joining me and listening to the School of Purpose podcast. I don't take it for granted your support and I don't take for granted your listening to the podcast each and every week. So if you would go to iTunes and rate and review today's show, let us know what you thought about Sunita's comments and the things that she shared, but also let us know what you think about the School of Purpose podcast, because we really want to hone in and provide episodes and content that you really would enjoy and that you find great value. And so we are going to close out today's podcast. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for your support and for your listenership and know that we're always thinking about you and how we can provide greater value to you each and every week. I leave you with this, and I truly, truly believe this. Life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. God created you for a specific purpose and a reason so that you can be successful at the right assignment. God bless you. Have a great rest of the week. And always remember this. Shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.